Hi, friend, and welcome to the Brand Strategy Podcast, a show created to equip you with the inspiration, encouragement, and clarity you need to build the brand of your dreams. I'm your host, Bonnie Bakhtiari, brand designer, strategist, and founder of The Illum Retreat. From sustainable strategy to heartfelt encouragement, each episode is designed to equip you with the tools you need to chase after your dreams. Because you deserve a brand that empowers you to do what you love, connects with your dream clients, and offers a deep sense of fulfillment along the way. So grab a cup of coffee and join me on this journey, won't you? Friends, welcome back to the Brand Strategy Podcast, where today we are having a fantastic conversation around five quick ways to get better results with Facebook and Instagram ads with Jesse Marchetto. If you have not come across Jesse and the incredible work that he and his team at the Till Agency are doing. I'm really excited to introduce you to them today because Till Agency really has one single goal. They are focused on helping businesses scale through digital marketing. The founders and their team specialize in helping clients grow through social advertising and SEO. And the owners include Davy Jones, Jesse, who we have here on the show today, and Ryan Akins. So Jesse, thanks so much for joining joining me today. I'm really excited to get to have this conversation with you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to be here and, and chat through you know, all of these things because um, they, they can be kind of intimidating talk, topics and we like to you know, make them as approachable as possible. Mm, I appreciate that because we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording, but I know at least from conversations that I've had and even, you know, ways that I've felt in the past about Facebook and Instagram ads, there's so much that goes into it and understanding how to optimize the results we're seeing and and how to do that quickly and efficiently isn't necessarily something that like comes organically to all of us. So I'm grateful to get to have your expertise and, and you, you know, have the opportunity for you to talk us through that. But before we dive into that, uh, would you mind sharing a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Till Agency? Yeah, absolutely. So like you mentioned, I'm Jesse. I uh, have a background in, you know, I had me and my wife, uh, Becky, had a photography business. And after running that for a handful of years, um, we started a uh, consulting, a business coaching, a business for creatives, photographers, a lot of people in the wedding industry, uh, and, and also for anyone who is looking to, you know, get into digital products, info products, and things like that. And, you know, we did that for uh, a number of years as well. And then randomly at a, at a conference, hanging out with Davey, and, and uh, I don't know if Ryan was actually there, but Davey and Ryan were separately talking through, you know, starting an agency, and Davey was mentioning that to me. And I was like, oh, that sounds super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never, I'm like, uh, a little bit of an extreme extrovert. And so I never really have this desire to like run a business by myself. And so I was like, Oh, you know, like I've been thinking about maybe something similar. So if you guys are looking for a third, like, uh, you know, let me know. Then, you know, a handful of months later we had started till, and you know, that, that big goal around the entire process was helping people do and see success that we've seen in our own business and, and helped other people do as well. Um, you know, the, the central goal was helping them be able to achieve similar goals for something that they maybe wouldn't have tried on their own or would not have had nearly the same success if they tried to do it on their own simply because they didn't have the skill sets or because, you know, the, there was um, this idea that like, oh, I didn't get it on my first try and so mm-hmm. I'm a failure, um, which can definitely be the case, you know, for a lot of things in business, specifically when it comes to something like advertising and marketing, when there's potentially a lot of people giving advice because it worked for them, whereas maybe it didn't work, won't work for you and your business in that exact way. And so we, we have a tendency to give up on that. We want to be able to help people push through that. And, you know, that's that's kind of where Till started is, um, you know, around the, the conversation of how can we help people see great results with 
something that we know can work for, you know, almost any business. I love that story of how y'all got started. And I really appreciate how y'all are so dedicated to helping entrepreneurs figure out how to see success with something that can feel tricky and can feel like there's, you know, this, this higher barrier to entry. So I'm kind of curious why, why Facebook and Instagram ads? Why is that part of the, the social advertising that you see as such a go-to method for entrepreneurs who are wanting to scale? Yeah, I think that, you know, the, the biggest answer or the easiest answer to that question is simply because it's one of the easiest platforms to get started. Hmm. And it's one of the platforms that has the biggest audiences. I mean, they're, you know, something like 75% of the the U S at least has either an Instagram or a Facebook account. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, you know, wherever your audience is, is going to be the best place for you to, um, uh, to market and advertise usually. And so, um, it just makes it a really good fit for a lot of people. And so that's typically, you know, why, you know, why we start there at least and or started there at least and, and why we you know recommend that most people start there as well. That makes so much sense. I mean, obviously as entrepreneurs, we, if we want to invest in something like ads, we want to make sure that we're going to see a good ROI and going where your people are, it's kind of a no brainer. But for people who are kind of just getting started, or maybe they're going the DIY route with their Facebook and Instagram ads, are there ways that they can tell that their ad strategy is actually working? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple of, uh, you know, like uh, uh, things that we can get into that are in a little bit more detail, but in general, you know, you want to make sure you are seeing that ROI. That's the the key word there. And uh, sometimes it's a little bit difficult to track, you know, exactly the, okay, you know, 127 people clicked on my ad and of those 127 people, seven people actually purchased something. And, and that, you know, uh, came out to $3,000 in revenue. It can be really difficult, especially now as like digital privacy um, has become a lot more of a thing than it was even mm-hmm. three years ago. And so it can be a little bit more difficult to get those exact numbers. And, and uh, for a lot of businesses, especially if you're just getting started with ads, you get to, uh, to some extent, at least trust your gut to, you know, as you start spending more money on ads, you can see, Hey, am I seeing an increase in inquiries? Am I seeing an increase in uh, website traffic? And am I seeing an increase in actual people booking me for my services or um, buying my products? And so, you know, at, at, at the base level, you know, the best way to see if it is something that is, is working for you is if you're seeing an increase in those metrics that drive your business. Now, there are ways to be able to make sure that you're getting as much data as possible. We are very much a data-driven company, and the data is, is really what's going to ultimately tell you if it's going to make it worth it for you or not. Facebook and Instagram try to make it as easy as possible for you to get that data. Um, with some of the recent things like the iOS update has been a hot topic in the last handful of months, and, and things where we lost some data, Facebook has done a a pretty good job about uh, allowing you to get as much of that data back as possible through Mm -hmm. things like setting up your your conversions API and and, uh, making sure that your pixels are set up correctly and things like that. Those are all relatively easy things to to do. They're things that you have to do once and you're able to get a lot of that data that's going to tell you if it is working uh, for you or not. But I think that when it comes to looking at, hey, is this worth me spending money on this or not, one of the things that we have to remember and one of the things that we consistently have conversations with with potential clients and clients alike 
is thinking about through, okay, if you're not going to get in front of new people with ads, how are you going to be doing that? Um, there's only so many ways for businesses to get in front of new people. Um, you, you have, you either, you, you're going to pay for it. You're going to get in front of people through paid advertising, whether that's your Facebook, you know, Instagram ads, whether it's Pinterest ads, whether it's sponsorships, um, sponsored posts, sponsoring a podcast, you know, you, you name it. There's, you know, a number of ways for you to get in front of people through paying for it. And the other side of that is just sweat equity where you're out there hustling. You are, you're yourself going on, you know, interviews for podcasts or you're guest blogging or you are showing up at networking events. You know, there's, there's a million things that you can do that you're creating content. Um, you're showing up on Instagram stories and, and creating reels every day. All of those things that allow you to get in front of new people that still cost you something, just costing you time. And so looking at it and weighing those cost, you know, cost benefit analysis of, hey, is it worth it for me to continue spending on Facebook or to try spending on Facebook if I don't have time or if I'm, I'm capped out on time and working on the sweat equity side of things, how can I continue to grow um, on one way or the other. And so all of those things considered allows you to make that decision of, hey, is this worth it for me? Is it working for me? Um, and it allows you to really figure out if it's worth the ROI that you're currently getting. That makes so much sense. And I love how you kind of painted this clear picture for us between, you know, actual the 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 sweat equity that we're pouring into our businesses, how we're generating leads and how we're creating sales. You know, we can choose to invest our time or if we have the ability and we have the resources to pour money into it and to explore paid advertising, um, that can that can actually be a really amazing way to buy back your time. And I'm sure that with a lot of your clients, you're seeing that they are, they're seeing an increase in sales or they're able to grow an audience of qualified leads. And they're able to kind of experience some of these wins that you're defining, but it's not requiring that they're like showing up on, you know, an Instagram or a Facebook live every day or creating reels every time they turn around. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there, there is a sense of replacement there for sure. Um, but you know, we always say like, those aren't mutually exclusive things. So, um, you know, a lot of our clients jump in and they start to like scale back to some extent on some of their social, you know, organic sides of things, especially if ads are working really well for them. And we always say, if possible, you want to do as much of both as possible because mm -hmm. you're going to see things that uh, on, on, you're going to reach people organically that we may not be able to reach uh, for an ad, uh, for example. And one thing to remember is that since they aren't mutually exclusive, they're also going to help each other be more successful. And they're going to feed off of each other. For example, for if you're doing a lot of organic marketing we're able to then retarget those people on Facebook and Instagram. We're able to gain all those audiences and Facebook's algorithm is going to go out and find more of those kinds of people. And the more people that you're reaching on the organic side, the more accurate and the more smart your ads are going to start becoming and, you know, vice versa. The more people that see your ads are going to help your organic side reach more people. And it's going to help them, you know, if you're getting followers that way, you're able to then reach them whether it's through email or whether it's through, um, you know, social channels. So it's going to be the snowball effect as you start working on both of those things. Now, granted, you don't have to like, go all out on both channels, but mm -hmm. one thing that we do recommend for most people is that they keep at least a bare minimum of presence on uh, organic channels as they're doing ads, because it can really make a big difference for both channels to see like for progress and feed off of each other. Right. So don't ghost your audience on your organic channels just because you started investing in ads, right? 
Exactly. And, you know, like I said, there, there's there's room for some give and take on both mm-hmm. ends of that, um, especially, you know, during certain seasons. You know, uh, if you have a really big season, maybe a good idea for you to budget time to like push hard on both channels. Whereas if it's a little bit of a slower season, let's say if you're a gift box company, okay, the holidays are coming up, you may want to really make sure we're pushing hard on all channels. And then through like beginning of the year, before any of like the Easter holidays or anything like that, then you would be pushing a little bit less on organic and we can continue to be doing some lead gen and list building, for example, uh, with ads throughout the year. Mm -hmm. Makes total sense. So I feel like we've kind of started to dive into this a little bit, but what are some other ways that you believe entrepreneurs can get better results with their Facebook and their Instagram ads, even if they are going the DIY route for now? Yeah, I think that the one of the big things that that you can do is just stick with it. It's something that you may be throwing ads out there and you feel like, oh, this was a total failure because I, you know, didn't see the 10x return that someone else posted on Facebook or Instagram or, you know, the this expert told me that I should get when I do this. Every business is different. Every message is different. Every audience is going to respond differently to your ads. And, you know, one thing we have to remember is not all offers, not all creative and copy are created equally. And there's a lot of different pieces that can grow, go into how you're getting in front of people and how people that click on your ads you know, and, and your customer journey and how they end up from the ad to buying your product or services. And so with all that in mind, it's really important that you, that if you're going to give this a go and you want to have to, and you want to see good success with Facebook and Instagram, especially if you're doing it by yourself, you have to be willing to go in there and, and give it your best shot and, and not just try once and, you know, say, oh, like I didn't get the cost that I wanted or I didn't see the results that I wanted. So I'm just giving up. Chances are it could really work for you. And chances are you could just be missing one little piece that you need to tweak or, you you know, maybe you asked too much too soon for, you know, to a cold audience. And so you need to scale back a little bit and just you know, maybe maybe lead gen is, is where you need to do as opposed to selling a product or service direct from an ad. Um, there's a lot of different things that you can tweak in that. And I'd recommend just Giving it the the time doesn't mean you have to be spending, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars a day. You know, even if you're spending five, 10, 15 dollars a day, you know, it's definitely something that you can help uh, yourself figure out those things just by testing what's working, what's not, and be willing to put in the time to test whatever you can. That's going to get people eventually to do what, what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes absolute sense. And I I feel like that's such a powerful reminder for not just not just ads, but for so many things in life and business. Like, you know, we we might go into it and think that we're gonna get some result on on the first try, and then we don't. And it can be so easy to feel like, well, I tried, and then you know, that's it. And so you just like walk away from it. But this is such a great reminder to think about how this is a new thing that you're trying. And if you're not seeing that like 10x, you know, return, or if you're not seeing, um, you know, the crazy kind of success that you see other people hitting, there's so many factors that go into running effective ads. And so there's so much wisdom in trying again and like being curious and, and, you know, like being resilient and, and revisiting that and not being defeated by that. So I really appreciate that you focused on that. And one thing that I, that I'd add to that is, you know, it's, it's, there's a balance. It's not just, oh, you have a $20,000 budget, you know, that you want to spend on ads this year. So you just go out and you spend it no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, Jesse said, I got to keep trying. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you want to be smart about it. It's not just about like, oh, like I spent $5,000 and I have nothing to show for it. So I'm going to throw another $5,000 and see what happens. 
it definitely is going to require you to test some things and at least try uh, to tweak some things, maybe even at a reduced budget until you can start seeing some movement in the right direction. But I'm not, I'm not saying just throw it at it no matter what. There are businesses that, you know, have a harder time on Facebook and Instagram um, than other businesses. It's not even necessarily industry specific. Sometimes it's because, you know, for example, a, a luxury, you know, someone in the wedding industry, let's say a luxury wedding planner or a luxury photographer that charges $20,000 per wedding. They're going to have a hard time on Instagram or Facebook because chances are, you know, there's only so many couples that are willing to spend that much money. They're mm -hmm. at the top of their industry where that, that pool is going to be very small. On the other side of that, you know, if they spend, you know, $2,000 to book a $20,000 couple, like, that's not so bad either. And so, you know, the, it has pros and cons there that we have to weigh, but, you know, uh, that's just something I want to add that like, it's not something you just want to throw out and say, oh, I'm trying this just because I'm trying it. You want to be smart about it too. Right. Absolutely. And I really appreciate that, that kind of differentiation that you made between, you know, looking at the value that you can experience, like that lifetime customer value, what that can look like versus what you're paying up front in order to get that customer. So in that example of spending $2,000 on ads in order to book that $20,000 wedding, you know, looking like if we're just looking at that ad spend right up front, that can be intimidating. But then when we think about, you know, the actual return of booking that couple and, you know, seeing that amount of money hit your bank account and, you know, seeing how that can help you then even grow your business from that point. I think that that helps to just kind of put it in perspective. So I, I really like that you take an approach where you, you break down, not just, you know, kind of the, the goals that your clients have, but you also, it sounds like you help them sort of realign expectations around what goes into running ads and what ads can do for them. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, th those, those goals and those expectations are based on, you know, every single business. If you're a, a digital product based business, for example, and we're spending a dollar and are making a dollar 50. Okay. That's only like, you know, 150%, you know, return on your ad spend, but you're still making money there and it's worth potentially spending more money there because, you know, if you're doing, you know, 150% of a thousand versus 150% of 10,000, like you're still making $5,000 at the end of the day, which is more than you would if you weren't making ads. Whereas if you're a physical based product and you have other profit margins or service based project, like that probably isn't going to, going to work for you. And so just making sure that like, you know, when you, when we're throwing out numbers like, you know, 10 X or, you know, 150%, like that's going to be different for every single business. It's so important to, um, and, you know, as a business owner, trust your gut. One of the things that we always, uh, you know, when we're talking to clients, when someone's coming to us saying, Hey, like, I feel like this like is a little bit off, or I feel like, you know, th th these numbers aren't adding up 100%. I will almost always give like the, the business owner's gut, like a ton of weight because they know their business, they know their audience, they know their offers better than anybody. Mm -hmm. And so being able to like go with that and, and, and trust your gut is also really important because again, like you're going to be in tune with those things more than anybody else probably is. And so, you know, being able to listen to that while at the same time, you know, be open to trying new things is, is in the balance between those things is where most people are going to find the best success. Mm, I get that. Well, one question that I always like to ask with every conversation that I have here on the podcast comes back to this idea of, you know, kind of the encouragement that you want to leave people with as they get ready to take action. So obviously today we've been talking a lot about some incredible things that they can be aware of when it comes to 
scaling their business with Facebook and Instagram ads and some, you know, mindsets that they can even be, mindset shifts really that they can even be thinking about. But my question for you is what kind of encouragement would you want to share to those who are tuning in today who are getting really excited about this picture you're painting of of using Facebook and Instagram ads and they're ready to take that ad strategy to the next level? Yeah, I would say, you know, first of all, like don't be scared to give it a try. I know it can feel intimidating. Um, to jump into something like this, it can feel maybe a little bit technical, but um, stick with it. I mean, even if you, you know, don't, you didn't buy a course or you're not working with a, you know, an an agency or an ads manager or something like that. Like there are so many resources out there. Even Facebook has a a decent amount of resources out there that you can pretty easily jump in and and get started with this. I think that, um, you know, the second piece would just be like, don't, don't give up if you don't feel like you struck gold right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, advertising is something that if you're getting in front of the right people, um, there's only a matter of time before you figure out how to connect with those people with a message that's going to get them to do what you want them to do. And so, um, you know, there's, it's, it's very, you know, there's very little differences between getting in some, in front of someone from an organic standpoint versus getting in front of someone from a paid standpoint. Yes, there's obviously colder audiences and warmer audiences and things like that that play into it. But, um, you know, being willing to just go out there, give it a try, continually test things and not be intimidated by that is something that is going to, you know, potentially make or break the difference between someone who has a business that does, you know, 50 to a hundred thousand dollars a year and someone that does $500,000 a year just simply because they were willing to test out and figure out how they can scale their business by getting in front of more people and people that haven't heard about them before. And so uh, there's some really exciting things that can happen when you start to get into that mindset of, okay, I just need to get in front of more people. I have something that works. I need to to scale this out. And that's one of the biggest biggest strengths of a platform like Instagram and Facebook is it's so scalable because there are so many people on those platforms. Those are such fantastic pieces of advice and encouragement. And actually, to kind of add on to what you were just saying about, you know, finding ways to scale your business through Facebook and Instagram ads, I know that y'all have this really fantastic free guide that shows people how to stop leaving money on the table and it shows them how to start running Facebook and Instagram ads quickly. And actually, we're going to include that uh, link to that free guide in uh, today's show notes. So if you just go to brandstrategypodcast.com and click on the latest episode link, you're going to find that. Or if you are like in a hurry and you got to grab that right now, just go to quickstart.tail.agency and you can grab that guide. So Jesse, thanks so much for sharing that with us today. Yeah, absolutely. Before we wrap up, where can people find y'all if they want to, you know, see more of the great stuff that y'all are doing over at Till or if they want to connect with you, where can they, where can they go? Yeah. First place is to uh, just check out our website on Till, T-I-L-L dot agency or on Instagram is the really only social platform that we are remotely active on. <laughs> um, and that's going to be the same Till uh, dot agency. Amazing. Jesse, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise on all things Facebook and Instagram ads with us. And I am so excited to get to share this conversation and, you know, hopefully leave people feeling more encouraged and more capable and going out there and using these tools to scale their business. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. 
Absolutely. Friends, as always, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If the incredible advice that Jesse shared with us today resonates with you and you know of an industry friend who could use it, please feel free to pass this along. I always appreciate your support and I'm grateful for each and every one of you. And as always, I'm cheering y'all on from Waco. Thank you so much for joining me today, friend. Before you go, I would be so grateful to receive your feedback on the Brand Strategy Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or the podcast in general has helped you grow your brand, I'd really appreciate it if you left us a review in iTunes. Your positive reviews enable the Brand Strategy Podcast to continue to grow and reach like-minded creatives just like you. Thank you for all your support and encouragement as together we pursue building brands with purpose and intention. Until next time, I'm cheering you on from Waco.